Hello and welcome once again to the Barstool Music UK's Safe Space Podcast. Yes, it is the weekly podcast where we take a deep dive into some of the unsigned and independent artists making the rounds in the UK. I've had some great interviews so far with some amazing, amazing artists, and this week is no exception. Um, This week's guest is one that will be very familiar to you if you have followed Barstool for the past sort of two three years and her name is Bryony Williams I've interviewed her several times she is always a pleasure and a joy to talk to and this time was no exception Um, but before we dive into the interview here is a little sample of uh, what she can do Yes, that was Little Trees, and it is one of my all-time favourite tracks of Bryony's. I just love it. It's just great from start to finish. But don't go check it out just yet. It's now time to dive into my interview with Bryony, where we talk all things touring, gigging with James, and also just kind of finding the motivation to write songs. So without further ado, let's take a step into the safe space with Bryony Williams. Bryony Williams, it is great to uh, have you back um, we've obviously talked before loads of people will be familiar with the music and you as a person but I thought it'd be great to kind of sort of catch up because there's been quite a lot gone on since we last spoke and sort of like the biggest thing I'd say is you've got to share the stage with James of all bands what was kind of that experience like yeah it was um well it was great obviously it was yeah. uh, pretty incredible um I think it was my biggest you know gig to date um and how it came about was just you know chance really or a bit of luck um it was they or their team should I say like collaborated with Walls Records and put out basically for local artists to to submit a song um and basically go in a bit of a prize raffle yeah. <laughs> of like you know um who do they like and stuff and you know yeah and anyway um I really just kind of did it very blase um like my brother <laughs> sent it to me and was like oh this is a great opportunity and I was like yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah whatever just send um, the track in it's fine <laughs> it's yeah, not gonna be me it's is it <laughs> yeah I was like yeah exactly you just think well well may as well but is it gonna happen from, yeah you know, you know so and then yeah and then I got a message saying from Wolves Records saying I'd been shortlisted yeah I was like oh okay great and then just again out of nowhere then was just like oh hey like are you free for the day like uh, for the gig um you know you've been chosen <laughs> you're, you're the chosen one um <laughs> I like, one of, like, I'm union. sorry I'm actually booked that day <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's sorry actually. I'm, yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I felt like one of the aliens from like Toy Story, like where they yeah, uh, where they just get chosen, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> cool. Um, how it really quickly happened because um, that was like a week before the gig or something. Yeah. Um, so it was very quick. Um, and then the BBC jumped on. They got involved. Um, yeah. Which was great because. Um, they interviewed me at the at the gig and then it got broadcasted on uh, BBC Midlands on TV. Yes, and, I did think um, I saw a clip, clip of that interview, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and that was great because it's like, well, people who would have missed my posts about the gig itself yeah. or couldn't go to the gig could just then randomly randomly be watching the BBC or whatever um, or yeah. tuning in and then see me and be like, oh, I know her. Yeah. What's she doing on what's she doing on the TV? <laughs> so it was good like double whammy of like media hits. And yeah. um and yeah and so and but back to the the main thing which was just simply playing um yeah with me and my band. Um I think it was it was our last gig of the year and just what a gig to finish the year on, especially oh, yeah. yeah with gigs being very um you know just well as we yeah, all know well, hit, it's hit, not hit very guaranteed minute, yeah yeah it's like subject <laughs> subject to change <laughs> yeah exactly all the while so yeah um yeah it's phenomenal to play um it's and my favorite thing is seeing people at the barriers at the very um you know the very front and they're just yeah. leaning on the barriers and just watching you and like you know, <laughs> sometimes it's interesting when you catch eye contact but um yeah yeah it's just it's it's a really nice feeling it's very empowering yeah, um, I'm guessing it was very surreal as well at the same time you're like I'm, <laughs> I'm on stage in front of all these people what am I doing uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah true but I think naturally it's just it's also just the most fun so yeah. um so when playing thankfully we've just come off a one our first tour as well yeah so we kind of that tour kind of really warmed us up for then going onto this massive stage yeah um where we've probably felt a bit more out of our depth compared to the smaller stages we were playing or like you know just little tiny venues with sometimes yeah. without a stage um then all of a sudden just catapulted onto this massive one where you could just run around and yeah. and yeah not that all i that, did much that space <laughs> Yeah. Like, I wish I had yeah. a wireless guitar lead. Oh, exactly. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what stops me. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely gonna trip. Um, yeah, yeah. And that would just not it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So um so yeah, it was just it was really, really great. It was a good stamp, I think, to obviously have my name on. Yeah. Um uh, kind of on the music CV and to kind of I say prove, I think it's a personal thing, but like to to show people that people are because sometimes I'm quite quiet on social media and not yeah too much as maybe some other people, um, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But I I thought it is is person is a real personal achievement for me, and I think it was yeah. it was good to be like to be able to shout about it, and maybe some people might be you know surprised or and then slash impressed and be like oh yeah. okay like there's a real deal happening here. So yeah. no, <laughs> it's, it's it's just I think any band in that sort of situation would be like what <laughs> yeah really where do i look like, oh my god <laughs> this is like the highest point at the moment yeah and it kind of gives you sort of a catapult then in i'm guessing your confidence went straight up mm. after kind of oh, being yeah. selected kind of thing that you you sort of like pumped like like you said with it being the final gig as well i really wouldn't want to kind of do a gig after that in that year just because <laughs> like you'd like to, do I want to sort of like end on a low? Because that is like a high of a high kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I'm, like, I'm retired now. Yeah. <laughs> right, I've <laughs> done it. See ya. <laughs> 2022, I mean, no. Yeah. I'll come back in 2023 for like. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a year <laughs> off now. <laughs> yeah, say yeah, I'm off. Done my bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember feeling as well, like you say, like, um, 
you know, being in such a big crowd and such a big event. But I remember feeling afterwards and, and being on such a high and full of adrenaline, just being like, I wanted more. I was like, yeah. I, I wanted like double the crowd that was there already. Like yeah. I was like, I was thirsty for it straight away. Yeah. Um, thankfully, you know, a couple of beers calmed me down probably after that. <laughs> or made you want it even bigger. <laughs> I'm going to Wembley. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We're like okay yeah. in, you know maybe my dreams yeah but yeah no, richard book wembley we're doing it <laughs> get on it yeah. we have a big crowd i swear yeah yeah. <laughs> oh no it sounds great and did you get to kind of hang out with james and sort of meet james at all during the whole yeah, thing yeah. yeah um yeah i did um only kind of semi briefly like yeah. and it was it was enough of course like it yeah. it's such a small window of how long you're even there and then all the jobs you've got to do whilst you're there. Yeah. Um, such as, you know, like social media and then sound checks and then making sure everyone's in high spirits, fed, watered, um, <laughs> dress changes, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's costume time. Um, so yeah, I, I did meet them and, um, and for the BBC, we kind of did a bit of like a, it didn't make the cut on the, uh, mm. on the, um, the two minute kind of segment obviously there's a lot to pack in yeah um yeah. but we did a little funny segment where they were just like oh like can you you know pretend you're meeting for the first time <laughs> 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 and so we went up to each so they could film it i guess yeah and so we went up to each other like hi <laughs> <laughs> we are meeting for the first time yeah, wow like, <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you having fun? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh... so nice, it's briny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it is just funny how, because it, it's no secret that obviously some things have to be orchestrated and stuff, but it, it's quite yeah. funny to be to to be put into some positions. Yeah, um, yeah like so you know it to... happens, but to actually be part of it is really like this. How do they do it? Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a lot of fun and yeah yeah uh, all that oh no it's great and obviously with that sort of being the high point obviously also sort of kind of last year you were busy as well because you started like girl grown which you kind of talked about on the podcast and all that kind of stuff and how has sort of all that been going as well since we last spoke yeah yeah um so again that's like a slow project um just because that's purely on me and <laughs> sometimes I'm very infused and sometimes I'm not um <laughs> but um it is building up so um thankfully I managed to secure some funding for it which is great yeah um, just a small bit of funding but it was it's all I needed in order to um invest in paying someone to get a website up basically yeah, uh, yeah. for girl grown um which hasn't launched yet um that's now in, in the making which is great yeah um and it's in order to access that funding and to you know really think about what I want on the website and what I can actually personally you know oversee and yeah. <laughs> and contribute um is obviously coming up with a you know what is girl grown and, and it and it's funny because I think it, it's always changing especially each year it's always like okay what because it, it changes with me I guess yeah. Um, yeah and and also the industry like what do people actually want what is there a gap in the market for um and yeah and also creatively what do I want to spend my time on yeah um, you know because it's, it's it is a it is a passion project that hopefully is developing into something a bit more 
substantial, I guess. Um, so yeah. after winning the AIM Awards for it, which was great uh, for the local hero, their new category, um, yeah. where they went to basically each BBC introducing station and were then then tasked them to pick a individual or an organisation who they thought was fit to win kind of an award about community and yeah. bringing, uh, you know, uh, a voice to the local scene, etc. Yeah. And um, I was very surprised <laughs> in a good way. Again, just you're just surprised. Winning, just like, you know? Oh, hey, <laughs> you got the award. I'm like, what, yeah. are, what, are, what are you on about? Um, <laughs> no. did, did I enter? What? <laughs> oh, yeah, did I? <laughs> another raffle yeah <laughs> crazy yeah. Yeah. what have you put me down for now <laughs> <laughs> it's accepting all these cookies that yeah, <laughs> yeah. was happening um, <laughs> and um and i was just really convinced that they were like you know <clears throat> it's an official award and you're gonna get like an award through the post and i was thinking oh you got my hopes it now. I really hope it's not a certificate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> On fax paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just coming through. Here's a PDF. You can print it off yourself. It's an e-certificate. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, cool. Thanks. But um, yeah. luckily that wasn't the case, and it, yeah. you know, it, it was an actual like a, a, an award made out of glass, which was I was like, nice. okay, this this is, and. It's it's great because I, I often have it like imposter syndrome and very much a lot of yeah doubt. Like, is this Im just important to me in my head, or is it actually making an impact yeah. elsewhere yeah. and all that jazz? Um, so to actually have this physical thing was just like, okay, you are doing something good here. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. it. Um, and and now, so, there's, yes, now it, there's not a photo without it in the background or in your hand or like, oh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I should have put it here. It's, 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 just like resting, balancing. Just right? give me two yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah. It really is literally just that. Um, <laughs> it's winking at me right now. <laughs> but I won't, I won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it is amazing like to get that, as you said, that recognition boost when you can. Like Even with the, like what I do, sometimes you feel like, is it impacting? Is it kind of even in a way like appreciated and that sort of stuff to get something like that through the post? It would have been like a steal that resolve and think, do you know what? I can do something with this and all that. Yeah. And it must be great to get that boost. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a bit of confirmation, isn't it? From yeah. from the outside world that, you know, you are, yeah, you are doing something good. Um, so just, you know, if it's still something you want to do, keep with it because, you know, something's happening. Yeah. Um, people are listening, um, even though probably most of the time you probably don't feel like they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the thing I've, I've sort of noticed because when I've spoken to guests sort of on this so far since I've started, they've, they've all kind of said that sometimes with streaming and social media and all that, you can kind of get hung up on digital likes and all that sort of stuff. But there, there are people out there that could be, would be enjoying your thing and, it's always nice to kind of just, as long as you're enjoying it, I always say, keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Because once once the fun's out of it for yourself, I mean, what 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 does it turn into then? Yeah. Um, and it's then, it, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then it's like, well, is that something that, you know, is worthwhile? But I think, yeah, the main important thing is, if it's important to you, then sod it, you know. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> carry yeah, on. It's, just go, it's, 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 that's the thing Unless... I live with is just, um, I've got this idea. Oh, sorry, I'll do it. <laughs> is this why exactly. most of my things are quite like, hey, are you free tomorrow for this? <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> but that's good because we're all like that means like we're all quite similar people doesn't it like yeah we're all in, yeah very similar boat in the same boat um yeah. you know that we we are just people with passions and creativity and it's all patchwork isn't it and yeah. we're just either you know yeah like you say oh you free tomorrow <laughs> you want to have fun something or i've got this huge um, idea i've got 24 hours to do it <laughs> yeah oh and that's the thing i don't know about with you like you might get an idea and straight away you're like oh okay like it's gonna happen immediately yeah you know like you don't think oh okay let's okay let's go to you know excel and make a, a timeline yeah. over the next no, six months no, no, you're like no 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 this has I, to I i try and do that like a, like i have a i do have a file somewhere buried in my computer that's radio show interviews and I've planned out the dates that I need interviews for. And I think I filled it in twice. <laughs> and then it was just, <laughs> I'll just play it by ear. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I think that's just our creative souls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's chaos and organization mixed in there. Yes. Mixed yeah, in. Somewhere. I like to say it's because I like to keep things fresh. But um... Yeah. <laughs> but there's only so many times you can use that excuse before people start to say, just get organized. <laughs> <laughs> but hey i mean if it's if it's a structure that works for you yeah and well, it, it is some type of structure yeah it, it worked it's worked so far so it's kind of like when it works you're less inclined to change because <laughs> you think it's working now why would i change it it's like well it might not work it's like yeah but it's working let me know <laughs> yeah and you your own boss in that respect. yeah your own project so yeah, yeah. do it how you want to do yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, i know but it's great to see that you've kind of got this recognition and all that sort of stuff and obviously between sort of everything have you had much time to kind of do songwriting and those sort of things which which obviously is one of your other passions yeah um I mean I have had the time yeah. to songwrite but it's actually songwriting <laughs> that is the problem <laughs> um I don't know whether it's because of the pandemic that just there's been a lot of negativity and you've not been able to be the type of person like you're not you've been very restricted just yeah. as a mass like you know no, 360 um campus and so yeah okay well what what is there to write about <laughs> um <laughs> so, and, so many sad songs the world can handle kind of thing i know <laughs> and then and then I've done the sad songs and I kind of, mm. I'm kind of want to, you know, challenge myself. I want to make, you know, it's nice to have some melancholy. Love that. Yeah. And that'll always be, you know, part of my artistry. But yeah, I've, I've definitely thought, okay, I, wa I want to change of direction a bit. Because yeah. um, I always want to, I don't want to make the same record. I always want to, you know, go in a bit of a different direction and yeah. try something yeah. new and all that jazz. And so to try and, songwrite what I've got in my head what I would like and also to just in general songwrite something that I'm pleased with has been very hard um but there have been little nuggets <laughs> yeah. of, you know whether it's like a guitar melody usually it's just a guitar melody and the lyrics are just naff um so I so, went down to the shops <laughs> literally yeah. literally I forgot my mask I'm reading I came my book. Home. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's my opening line for the second song on my new record. Yeah. <laughs> Stop stealing my ideas. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> to, to the co-op or to Greg's? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> tough choice. Tough yeah. choice for us all. Um, <laughs> but, but thankfully, very recently, um, I've had in mind you know what, you just need to get in the studio with uh, my producer who I've yeah. used for, uh, Matthew Pinfield, who produced uh, State I'm In and Conscious, um, my latest two EPs. And yeah. I yeah. just, we work so well together and it's we're just naturally friends anyway. And I just need to get in the studio and just let something happen. Like whether yeah. we just come yeah. up with a drum beat and then that just gets the ball rolling of just being cooped up in my home and trying again, you know, walking into the same wall, basically. Yeah. So, um, thankfully, we had we actually had our first session last weekend. Oh, great! Um, where you know we I we listened to a playlist that I'd made of like songs that I was aspiring to yeah. to kind of get yeah. in that realm. Um, and uh, and yeah, and then you know set ourselves kind of like some homework tasks for like, yeah. and then to reconvene in like a week or two. Yeah. with like okay yeah. maybe we've got I've got some like guitar melodies etc um and to, to kind of somewhat finalize some things and then just kind of like I said just you know get a drum beat going and just build upon it build upon it and hopefully I'm quite hopeful about that that yeah. something yeah. good will come out of it yeah hopefully you know release another record this year um but at, at the same time I'm not putting any rush on it um yeah. Yeah at all like I work best with deadlines so I'm definitely thinking I could have an I could have recorded an EP by the end of like February mm. <clears throat> um which is only a month and a couple of weeks but if I don't do a, a deadline then it's just a ball that's gonna yeah you can get it. stuck in your own head and it just goes round and round and round and before you know it it's like New Year's Eve again you're like oh damn <laughs> Yeah, literally. Like, oh. And then, do, and then, because it's been so long, you listen to it. And you're like, is that even me again? Like, is that even like? Yeah. Do I even like that? Like, I would have probably done this differently now. So yeah. you just gotta, yeah. I think right now it's just try and get a bit of a, a weird, quick turnaround, but with all the creativity. Yeah, because is is that like um, when you kind of reach a point where you sort of blocked a little bit in your songwriting? Do you often kind of go back to sort of your some of your favorite songs? listen and kind of try and pull creativity from other places like books and things like that yeah yeah quite often um films are usually my go-to yeah really um I love like a good indie film that probably doesn't make any sense <laughs> I know what um, I mean because I, I love a good indie film as well <laughs> and, it, and like and then you think but it's if it hits you somehow it moves you and you're thinking oh okay I could write a song about that and yeah. um so, so it is usually films but then it's just and um, and or um putting a vinyl on yeah and actually sitting down and you know pulling out the lyric book from the vinyl or whatever and the artwork and really analyzing it yeah and really you know getting into okay what are they saying and looking at the words and okay and yeah trying to get inspiration like that looking at other people's art really yeah. um but then i say that it's also making myself do that <laughs> it rarely happens like oh, am I in the mood to like sit down and watch because it's always like oh, okay I'm in the mood to like 
pick up my guitar and create something but then yeah. I can't write lyrics so then it's like you're really then not in the mood to be like okay well sit down and watch a two-hour movie <laughs> or listen to someone else's music and you're like no no because I want to make my own music. yeah and why can't I do it so then it's you know it's taxing in its own way <laughs> yeah this is like a catch-22 situation I want to write my own music but I've got to listen to someone else's music but I want to write my own music oh <laughs> exactly exactly but you know it's it's all a journey it's all a journey yeah yeah Oh, no, it, it, it sounds great and like was it sort of did you have to do much of that during writing um your last ep or did, did that kind of work out well at the time because obviously you recorded that i think it was pre-lockdown wasn't it um kind of it was like between lockdown yeah. one and two <laughs> yeah. um i think it was like the summer of 2020 yeah um like i think in june when we had like a, a month or something where it was oh, okay. Yeah, everyone thought it was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, like that part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember my producers really, um, we were we were planning on doing remote work because he was very um, professional about that. Yeah. Like, no, you're not coming to my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, and then when, when that kind of break happened, um, there was a, a week in June where we just were like, okay, they've got seven days. Let's just record, like come around every day yeah. to, the, to the studio and we'll record the whole EP in that week. Yeah. And we did it in five days, which is <laughs> quite cool. <laughs> and on the um, sixth day she rested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know what to do. Yeah. She was in her own indie film then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She decided to shoot an indie flick to go with the uh, EP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, if only, if only. I was, yeah, yeah. I would love to do that, but ma yeah. maybe for the next one, maybe you never know. That's yeah, a good you could idea. Do an entire maybe. concept, an entire concept <laughs> EP. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really fun. Actually. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I'll have to write that down. Yeah, there was fun little <laughs> projects to think about, like a proper concept dp and all that sort of and then but then it's one of those where the idea can go so big you kind of sit back and go why why did i start this <laughs> yeah yeah can i pull that off <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like it's like the vision's in their head but <clears throat> yeah in yeah, reality yeah. do you have the budget <laughs> yeah. I have a phone. that's the name <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's all right. It's people. people yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's 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 amazing. Like obviously, you did that within five days, and it's a great EP and all that sort of um, <laughs> stuff. And like obviously, you did a tour off the back of that, and yeah. um, obviously, it was before, like you said, it kind of warmed you up for the James. What was kind of touring again like? Because obviously, for like a year and a half, you hadn't been able to do much um, no. with the EP <laughs> release. It was kind of like just an online kind of go listen to it, yay and hadn't really had the chance to go out and play it yeah that's true um thankfully with that release I had it was released via like an indie label called Beth yeah. Shalom Records which was my first record deal yeah. before that I'd just been self-releasing and um so thankfully with that and at that time I had their label backing basically um which I obviously and which opened doors which I wouldn't have had been able to do yeah. um, personally <clears throat> such as getting the EP on physical vinyl and getting that getting a distribution deal and getting that stocked into like HMV and Rift Trade and yeah you know and then get and then having then go on an eBay and seeing people are 
selling it for like double the price. Like, you know, I know I should probably be taking that more seriously and being like, yeah, those, yeah. you know, a-holes, but, um, it's just a but I find it like, <laughs> yeah, but I find it quite, you, you go for it, hun. I mean, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I feel, I, I mean, at least they're not selling it for cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that would have been maybe more to it 99p <laughs> yeah oh okay <laughs> yeah so on the one hand you're like wow people will pay double for it but then on the other hand you're kind of like but i didn't get paid double for it <laughs> yeah but what about me <laughs> it's a dog eat dog world isn't yeah it? yeah whatever um so yeah so um so with that there was the push there in terms of it as a physical record yeah um and kind of grabbing new audiences in the sense of it being with that distribution um going into different stores like worldwide yeah. and whatnot um so so then to be able to and that was like late that came out like I should know, but the autumn of 2020. Yeah. I can't remember which month. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was November. Um, but whatever. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. It came yeah. out. And uh, there, just I, listen. Exactly. It's like floating. And then it wasn't till a year later, like hmm. uh, like November 2021, that I actually got to go on a, a tour for yeah. it. Um, so it was really exciting to be able to play the songs from that and also songs from the Contra Zoo EP yeah. um, as a band. And um, and that was a really fun process because with my band members for the tour, so we've got Billy on guitar and Dan on bass and Hector on drums. Yeah. We'd played a couple of shows before the tour and um, I knew everyone. Oh, wait, that's... That's an outright lie. We didn't play any shows before the tour. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Um, what we did do is I knew everyone individually through like different walks of life. <clears throat> yeah. And um, I just, Billy had, has always played with me on guitar in the band. Um, but sadly, my original bassist and drummer, Tasha and CJ, they couldn't commit to the tour because of work. Uh, yeah. so that's when I had to um, look, look elsewhere. And um, thankfully, uh, my friend Dan, who I knew from school, <laughs> so long, so some only a few years ago. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he he was like, oh, I'd love to play bass. So I was like, great. He, and I know, know he's an amazing bass player. So I was like, yeah. okay, that's sorted. But then finding a drummer was, you know, like stardust. And oh, they're um, like gold to start their drummers. Like, yes, just I, I don't know why they're so difficult to find. So difficult. So you know, and. And also, yeah, just so difficult. And yeah. um, and thankfully, yeah, my friend Hector, uh, who runs Boneyard Promo in mm. Worcester, um, he was like, yeah, I, I, if you haven't found anyone, like, I guess I could do it. Um, and I never, I didn't even know he played drums in, in a sense. You know, I've never Get seen that him. secret. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know. I shouldn't have said that. But uh, sorry, Hector. But, I didn't, but I, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't too yeah. in the loop. Um, yeah but you know I'm just not on social media that much so whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> 
<laughs> and um and so I was just like oh, okay great I'll take your word for it um okay um are we all free on this date yeah. um and it was like three weeks before the tour and thankfully everyone could make it to um yeah. the cellar rooms rehearsal rooms <laughs> in Wolverhampton yeah um and we booked out I think two weekends like a Saturday and Sunday and then two weeks later another Saturday and Sunday mm. and um we all just met in the rehearsal room uh, for the first time <laughs> And, um, and got cracking and uh and it re- it just thankfully as it was in my head it just all slotted into place yeah just felt and really like, natural and like like you've been doing it for ages kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah like dan and heck just before we even started was just like they were just ready to go they knew yeah. the songs better than i did yeah. which i was just you know <laughs> um yeah, and then it, was very- it all stops like, do you do realize you don't do that there Oh. <laughs> basically basically because <laughs> I'm always just interpreting my songs however you know like very lackadaisical and whereas they're like obviously been listening to the songs yeah before the rehearsals and very just you know playing to this to the to the studio uh versions and yeah. um and I'm like oh <laughs> you come in first you can oh you you're counting oh okay okay I'm not starting oh okay great so it's like they're reteaching me my songs almost <laughs> which you know absolutely fair um and then thankfully um what was really nice when it actually then came to the tour was when we could all kind of relax a bit and actually kind of make friends in that sense um the pressure was off we weren't there because we're obviously for the rehearsals we're only there for a set amount of hours Mm. and we want to get it right and we keep on working so it's work then whereas the tour you know, we could cl- all clamber in the car and we've got like a three hour drive. Yeah. What are we yeah, going to talk about? You know, yeah, that um, time to relax and just like talk about something other than what happens after the chorus. Like, that kind of yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what's your favorite color? Yeah. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> and like, you know, putting on, you know, songs we like and, yeah. you know, chat, ch- just chatting and making friends. And that was when we really got unified. And and, and what was like, have you got any sort of like standout sort of moments from the tour that have kind of like you really made the tour the tour kind of thing? Yeah, um, the first one that comes to my mind is in Manchester, and I think that was our favorite gig. Mm. Um, And it was our first time playing in Manchester, never played there. And uh, we played at the Castle Hotel um, in the Northern Quarter, Um, nice little pub. And a yeah. small venue at the back of it and uh it just had the right ingredients um because to begin with i don't think it had sold well in terms yeah. of pre-sale so they just made it a free gig <laughs> so whatever so then that was like, i think that was the second date of the tour too and we were just like oh okay well i guess we'll i guess so our expectations were low then we were yeah because we only found that out like when we arrived um <laughs> Which is typical of, you know, just tour communication and stuff like that. Um, so it's a free gig, so, what? <laughs> yeah, basically, like, so any musicians listening um, and they, they're wondering what tour's like, it's, there's no communication. <laughs> it's it's very, you, you know, it's, there's, there's going to be some, you know, awkward and complicated times <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you've got to find out the information that you should already know because someone should have already told you this yeah, yeah and um yeah. but regardless um 
so yeah so our expectations of like a turnout we were probably like thinking oh well my dad's coming you know <laughs> do you know anyone coming and um so we're thinking yeah that was basically our, our thinking and we're like oh well sod it anyway we get to we get to play yeah yeah and um but I think it with it turning into a bit of a free gig it did entice a few people and also then with the pre-sale stuff it's just natural that people do just rock up on door yeah and panic and just be like oh some like they could just be hanging out having a drink and be like, oh there's live music tonight okay great um because yeah. also it's a venue so people know especially in manchester obviously that it's a music venue yeah so they yeah. might just rock up and you know have a drink and be just pay eight pound a tenner on the door yeah to go see some new live music you know so um anyway um the, the right ingredients in terms of what I mean of the audience because it, it, it packed out in the end like our expectations were blown out the window yeah. <laughs> which is great um you know it, it packed it really packed out and that's and what made it was one of the parties in there there was someone's like 21st birthday yeah so they all clambered in um and there's like about 10 of them and they're right at the front and they were just dancing along which is great and oh, um but kind of like dance shuffle so a little bit timidly you know like yeah, as, yeah. as you do at a gig and then um my friend abby who i'd only recently made um because she was drumming for a band called pins and i went to see them at the castle and falcon falcon yeah. in Birmingham. <clears throat> and i got talking to her afterwards and i mentioned that i was playing in manchester because she lives in manchester and she was like oh my god we have a show pins have a show that night in manchester <laughs> as well um i would try really try and come yeah. Um, but obviously she has to pack down her drums and everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking okay it's a lovely four but the logistics I was like it, that's because it was the other side of Manchester as well it's just like it's impossible it can't yeah. happen and then about halfway through my set she comes in oh, and nice. um, but she comes in in the with the absolute best attitude she's got like a rock <laughs> rock hands up <laughs> I call, you know the rock hands anyway just like whoa and like come straight to the front and that kind of that energy sets off the birthday party then they start dancing around because abby's yeah. like jumping around going this is you know great and um and then by the end of the gig um they're shouting like encore so we did an encore yeah. of uh, myself and honey um, which is probably a bit of like the party anthem of the, of the set, really. And it, yeah. it just really got people going. And it was just a really phenomenal feeling. And I played my song Dive, which is the very slow one on the Stadium in uh, EP. Yeah. Um, where everyone's just very silent. And I just, a really standout moment for me is I was looking at the crowd and there was two girls uh, who must have, you know, come come together and they were just singing along to the song yeah and I was I was like that's in, I've never seen that before I don't think really yeah. the people yeah. singing along and that just really stood stood with me <laughs> yeah it's just one of those moments where you're like wow this is and you're like oh crap I need to sing <laughs> yeah yeah like oh do you, do you want the mic <laughs> oh no, that must have been incredible because I know sometimes like when you play sort of slower songs in new venues and all there's that risk that like because I remember coming to see you at um, Mama Rouge and there, there was a little bit of conversation going on <laughs> during the oh, set. Yeah. Sometimes you can get that, which is kind of sometimes a musician's nightmare kind of thing. But it's nice yeah. to, 
just think that like up there in a new venue new city and all that and people were just still and listening and like it must be like i've never experienced that but it must be something that's quite you you almost feel like you've made it at that point when people are listening even when people are singing along it's even more of a sort of outer body experience kind of thing yeah yeah it is kind of like a oh you've made it moment yeah because it, it is just a surreal thing like if you take a step back and just be like oh okay um someone singing lyrics to my song back yeah. at me yeah. like that as just like a concept you know it's it's you know not everyone can say it and yeah. there's also a lot of things that I can't say that have happened to me um but that, yeah it's just it's a special moment definitely yeah, um, yeah it's, it's it's imprinted in my brain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no it's great and then to think that happened like two two gigs in it must have boosted you for the rest of the tour and like kept you on a kept you on a high even if there were any other kind of complications along the way oh yeah definitely yeah. definitely because then there was the you know I think and I think with with it being our first tour and I don't think I'm too well known so we're playing small venues and also in cities that we've never played before yeah <laughs> so it's, it is a chance it is a big chance um or risk should I say to, to take um but it's a it's a it's a risk that needs to be taken if if you can do it um yeah. because one it's fun um sometimes yeah I mean I guess it could be disheartening if you only get like a, a small crowd mm. but then it's just how you perceive it I guess yeah I I think if you get a small crowd everyone listens and gives you the enthusiasm of a big crowd it's kind of it can be just as good but then sometimes if you get a small crowd who are disinterested then that's kind of completely like uh I'll just stop now then (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) exactly we'll cut this short yeah um yeah you just gotta you know I, I think what yeah, it's it's being grateful, I think, and having yeah. having that opportunity to do to do those things, and also at the same time with live events not being running for like what like nearly a year or maybe more. Yeah. Um, I think it's just well, screw it, we get to play. Yeah, um, and you know it's just part of part of the touring, I guess. You know, yeah. um, it's hard work. I mean, yeah, part of the tour I, experience. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna have highs, you're gonna have lows. <laughs> but the main thing is you've got like a bed to sleep in uh, at yeah. the end of the night. <laughs> really, that's when it comes down to it. I mean, I think we're on day three. Mm. Yeah, because it was Nottingham. It was the day after the Manchester one because we stayed yeah. there quite yeah. late. And um, we just, all of us woke up on day three. Um, I th- and I think we're, we played seven shows consecutively and yeah. day three, we were just zombies. We were so tired and it really, that's the most tired we've probably all been throughout the whole tour. And that was just day three. And, yeah. um, and it was good because, you know, we got to the venue and we we're all just like eating, <laughs> eating a bit of food, but like being like, oh my God, probably wish I was at home asleep right now. Um <laughs> But we didn't stay out as, lo- as late that night and we came yeah. back and we had a, and we we're playing Birmingham the next night, so I didn't have to drive far out, too yeah. far, as far out as the other ones. So we all kind of got to have a lion and rejuvenate. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it, was, it was fun, but it was very taxing. I mean, I think I drove about a thousand miles that week, wow. <laughs> which is <was> a very <laughs> it's a personal achievement, I think. Um, yeah. Um, 
and then I just yeah we're all in the group chat and we're just like a week later just being like hey how's everyone doing and everyone's yeah. just like, I'm still fucking tired <laughs> like, like you just couldn't get over it it's like two weeks until you kind of like oh okay I feel a bit really? normal now. and I'm guessing that's kind of like a, a mental fatigue as well because like you've got to be kind of switched on the whole yeah. time like you said alert to sort of changes that might occur that you need to adapt to quickly the songs you got to remember all that kind of stuff and it must be quite taxing mentally as well as and emotionally as well as physically kind of thing oh absolutely absolutely even like subconsciously without even thinking about like you might be eating your yeah like say like eating food before the show yeah and you're just probably just thinking oh this is a great burger or something but then really <laughs> in the next second you're thinking oh what do I play after that chord yeah or oh, can't remember all oh, you know and and stuff like that and you're constant can't your brain's constantly going and like you say like yeah like um just a, being alert and also a bit of nervous energy as well like yeah. you know and all the adrenaline and then afterwards once you're coming down it's just like and then to have that like every day yeah. <laughs> you know um yeah every day starts with an electrical jump start kind of thing yeah yeah like oh where are we driving to today oh. <laughs> you know hope we don't crash because oh, yeah. <laughs> because earlier in the year as well um I played the, the bodega in Nottingham for yeah. A.A. Williams and uh thankfully I was with my dad and um because I wouldn't have really known what to do um but we we arrived at the venue and it was so lucky that this happened how it, how it did but we drove to the venue in Nottingham yeah which is about 50 mile away from me and uh as soon as we landed, the clutch went <laughs> oh, no. in our car. And um, uh, so obviously it's not moving. It can't yeah. move. Yeah. Um, we were just like, oh my God. We live here God. then. <laughs> yeah, like thankfully at the venue. I mean, we ended up getting a ticket as well. <laughs> it was just silly. Oh, no. But, um, but whatever. Um, but yeah, like the clutch just went. And I was like, oh my God. And and it was funny because it worked out again in this, in a way where you know, we called our breakdown company and yeah. we got, we ended up getting towed at home all the way home. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, I could have a drink cause I was driving. Yeah, it's cheaper than a taxi. So, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, yeah. <laughs> so we're just sat in like the, this van, this pickup van, yeah. um, with our like, you know, warm beers and being like, this is a, that was a good night. <laughs> right. Mate, can you take us to this address? <laughs> yeah you know uh, with, with the lights yeah with the orange lights going around yeah. and like people in the street probably thinking what's what's that at 2 a.m what's <laughs> you know carnival <laughs> no it's just it's just it's just that musician at the bottom again yeah it's a very it's a very rock and roll way of getting home isn't it <laughs> <laughs> but we're rolling <laughs> oh no it's great it, it sounds so much fun to be on tour obviously as he said having to not do anything for like a year or so is there anywhere that you'd kind of like to go next time round that you didn't get to go this time round yeah um I think just venturing out to places that I haven't really played so I'd love yeah. to play Bristol I think that's top of my list yeah um and there's also been kind of the idea of doing like a Scotland tour Oh, which nice. would be really cool because obviously there's just so much to see and do and so many places yeah. to play in Scotland. So it'd just be 
cool just to have a tour that's dedicated to Scotland and yeah, go around yeah, there. Yeah. And again, that would be a massive chance because God knows if it, anyone in Scotland knows my music. But <laughs> <laughs> um, if you do, <laughs> you know, bring bring someone to the show. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, so yeah, just play in new places, but um, also I think after playing Manchester, it was such a good reception that yeah. I would love to play there again. I was meant to play there actually this again at the Castle Hotel this this month. Um, yeah. With a band called Kid Dad um, on their mm. UK tour, but sadly again that's all been like pushed back. Um, yeah. And you know indefinitely, like we don't know when that it could even happen or anything like yeah. that. So yeah it's just you know it's it's thankfully you know the tour happened and some other shows in the, like the last half of 2021 and yeah. I think it really got people being very hopeful and being like oh okay we're back on track now we can yeah. start cooking and blah blah and then Christmas happens and then <laughs> you know <laughs> surprise um, yeah <laughs> we're back all the tours are getting cancelled <laughs> again and it's just you know it's kind of like we're back to a bit of square one um, again. Yeah, so, um... it's, it's kind of like, I know there's, there's a lot more, like I know a few venues in Birmingham, they're like, they're having touring bands cancel on them, but obviously local shows are still going ahead because it's all local noises, but it's, it's it does kind of feel like going backwards a little bit. It's like, oh, that, that's a shame kind of thing and not being able to tour and watch touring bands or perform with them and that kind of thing. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And it just makes you think then, well, like you say, like local shows are quite easy, easier yeah. to navigate in that sense, like one-off shows, because you think, okay, well, and whereas touring is probably a bit more um, risk to it in that sense. Yeah. Um, but then it, it kind of disheartens you then, you're thinking, well, if the, the big artists and their tours are getting cancelled, like, it kind of gives a bit of um, a feeling, doesn't it, trickling down? Like, okay, yeah. like, is that is that a sign that you know um bad things are <laughs> yeah yeah well that's what because i was i was meant to go and see frank turner in february in birmingham and i was like mm. i'm really excited I, I i normally saw him i think once a year every year <laughs> since i've sort of started watching about seven or eight times now but then obviously he's cancelled he's cancelled it even though there's no restrictions and all that but it's, it's just down to sort of financial and logistics and all that kind of stuff and it's like it's such a shame to see it get cancelled for those kind of reasons and not like a lockdown reason kind of thing like you'd much prefer it to be cancelled for a lockdown yeah and it's it's a it's, it's a bit of a pain but it's it's the joy of the music industry i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly we just we just move with it <laughs> yeah you're just constantly having the rug pulled <laughs> <laughs> yeah like um like the bloody like the rapids at like a yeah. <laughs> at a, a water just got a grip on your guitar and hope you don't get thrown out the boat it's fine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly but yeah. I, I i think yeah we've just got to you know play it by ear um yeah. and and take the good with the bad yeah it all it all shapes shapes trying to trying to make it philosophical i think just <laughs> <laughs> It's not crap. It's just it's it shapes you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's character building. Yeah, for everyone, you know, it's not soul destroying. No, yeah, it doesn't make me want to cry. Yeah, how well can you adapt? <laughs> <laughs> Slash, do you want to adapt? You know. Yeah. 
Oh, no. Well, speaking of adapting, how what does sort of uh, Brian Williams moving forward look like for 2022? Like, have you got much in the way of like uh, big ideas, plans, or is it kind of a case of just take things week by week? Yeah, um, kind of a, a bit of both, really. Um, I do have a few, uh, possibly anyway, that we're, we're in talks at, at the moment of yeah. um, a few just sporadic shows. Uh, yeah in February and onwards um but I think the main thing yeah is is the recording really because at least that's guaranteed whereas yeah. live shows is, it can just be pulled from underneath you yeah. Um, yeah so that's my main focus to get to get a record out this year at some point um and you know possibly make an indie film to go along with it yes definitely <laughs> or is it directed written and produced by Bryony Williams <laughs> I, I yeah, just want one of those executive producer credits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll happen. <laughs> Don't do anything. Just get my name on it. Yeah. <laughs> guaranteed. Guaranteed. We'll make a deal yeah. right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Brian, it's been amazing chatting with you again and catching up and getting to hear all about the tour and all that kind of thing. And um, I'm just really excited to see what you come up with next uh, yeah it's been lovely chatting yeah, um no. it's nice to to chat about the things that are just going around in my head all the while <laughs> and getting that out there so um you know yeah. 2022 affirmations done record yeah. now um but as as ever it's been lovely speaking with you Luke. yeah I mean, yeah we have, we, we have a lot of laughter yeah <laughs> we do we do. people appreciate that yeah 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 and it'd be great You're on board to meet in person again just have a drink again and watch watch music again yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully, very soon in the future. Yeah, definitely. No, it'd be it'd be brilliant. And obviously, if anybody wants to kind of follow you on social media and all that sort of stuff, um, it's Life of Brian, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. On the, on the Instagram, yeah, um, and on the TikTok. But I, you know, I don't actually have a TikTok. Yeah, um, I, I've got a TikTok. Video. One post. It's <laughs> <laughs> more than me. One post and eight bot accounts following me. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'll be your ninth yeah. but um but yeah if people want to follow my life of briny uh tiktok account because yeah. you know yeah. there could be big things happening there you never know yes. um just in preparation then, behind you know, the scenes footage that. and everything <laughs> oh yeah exactly um and then yeah uh just yeah briny w music on twitter and briny yeah. williams on facebook and i'm also in the the process of launching a patreon um Brilliant. so that'd be you know involving more behind the scenes stuff especially with yeah. the creation of this new record yeah um and maybe you know some intimate live streamed gigs you know very like secret yeah, acts yeah, nice. so um there'll be more about that once it's actually launched <laughs> so Brilliant. you know yeah lots to look forward to then yeah yeah fingers crossed <laughs> yeah <laughs> fingers and toes eyes So there you have it. That was my conversation with Bryony Williams. As I said in the very beginning, it's always a pleasure and a joy to speak with Bryony. I've managed to speak to her on several occasions and we've always had a great laugh doing it. And this time, as I said, it was no exception. Uh, be sure to check out her EP, Stay Time In. Be sure to give her a follow across all the social medias. Head over to Spotify, give her a follow there and just enjoy her amazing, amazing music. And definitely, if you have the opportunity, do try and catch her live 
as she blows away whether she's doing it on solo or as a band she's just an amazing stage presence and definitely worth the ticket price to go and see her she's actually got a gig coming up in february on the 18th uh, but i do think that that one's close to selling out so please do go check that and also another gig on march the 24th at the sunflower lounge supporting a great sort of touring american band called skating polly and that again there's very limited tickets left on that so if you do want to see her there then do head over to indie midlands instagram at indie midlands and hit their ticket link in bio to grab a ticket to that as well so there you have it that is another episode of safe space if you did enjoy it as always hit subscribe leave a review whatever you want to do um, you can even contact me barstormusicuk at gmail.com via email let me know what you think um, anything like that and you can also follow me at Barstool underscore music. And there you'll find all the updated stuff for everything Barstool music, including a promo of the next episode, which will feature the brilliant pop artist based in London called Aaron. He's just dropped his debut EP, Anything. It's really, really worth a listen if you want to go and do that in preparation for the interview. Uh, but yeah, that will be dropping next Thursday. So again, subscribe, like, follow, whatever you want to do, wherever you get your podcasts. And until next week, I've been Luke Knowles. This has been the Barstool Music Safe Space Podcast. Keep safe, and as you are, just keep supporting the brilliant, unsigned, and independent music wherever you are. Mm-hmm.